Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello there, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. Good to see you. It's good to see you. I'm glad we can be around the table and talk about the text, God's Word. Yes, 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 yes. It's, it's, we're fitting it in this week. Fitting it in. <laughs> this has been a busy week. <laughs> it's been a busy week. Travel and responsibilities, but text talk is important. It is important. So here we are. John 10, as we're progressing through the Gospel of John, which, you know, we had the opportunity last week to go to a conference on John, learn some wonderful things about it. Yes. Wonderful how it does tail with our with our broadcasts. Yes, absolutely. We've been to a con- conference, so now we have lots of things to talk about. That's right. <laughs> I like to start all my talks with, I've been to a conference. I've been to a conference. Sit so down, settle up. down. That's right. Buckle up. <laughs> All right, John 10, I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. We'll go ahead and read the whole chapter today at the beginning of the week. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he's brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees them because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. There was again a division among the Jews because of these words. Many of them said, He has a demon and is insane. Why listen to him? Others said, These are not the words of one who is oppressed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? At that time, the Feast of Dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the colonnade of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me. But you do not believe, because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. The Jews picked up stones again to stone him, and Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of them are you going to stone me? The Jews answered him, It is not for a good work that we are going to stone you, but for blasphemy. Because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? 
If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him whom the Father consecrated and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said I am the Son of God? If I am not doing the works of my Father, then do not believe me. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. Again they sought to arrest him, but he escaped from their hands. He went away again across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing at first, and there he remained. And many came to him, and they said, John did no sign, but everything that John said about this man was true, and many believed in him there. What a reading. What an amazing chapter. There is so much going on in this chapter, but certainly we so see much. the theme of the shepherd emerging yes. and more discussion, more evidences discussed for Jesus' identity as the Son of God. Mm-hmm. We know that our author, the Apostle John, is driving us to make a decision about this, to come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that certainly advances here. The shepherd is what comes to our mind the most from this chapter. There's so many things that I want to talk about this week in this chapter. We are not going to get to all of them. No. But there's no way to talk about John 10 without at least talking about I am the good shepherd. That seems to be the place to start, the first conversation to have. I think most of us... Andrew, and you can tell me if you think I'm wrong about this, but I think that most of us, and I think most of the folks who are listening in on this conversation, when they hear Jesus talk about being the good shepherd, there is a singular passage that comes to just about everybody's mind that we're like, oh yeah, Jesus is calling on this imagery from the law and the prophets and the writings. And I remember this, this is such a special passage to so many. I think everybody, when Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, they think, Psalm 23. Yeah. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And, of course, Jesus is the Lord, so, yeah, we make that connection. And that is the fantastic connection to make. Jesus is declaring himself. You remember that psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. That's who I am. Mm -hmm. I am that shepherd. I am the good shepherd. Tie this in again for him to say, I am the good shepherd. Remember what he says to the the guy we call the rich young ruler who comes to him and calls him good Good. teacher. Yeah. And his response to him is, why do you call me good? No one is good. But God, except but the God. Yeah. yeah. So for now, Jesus to call himself the good shepherd, he's pointing out something about himself. Mm-hmm. He's not just a good shepherd. He is the good yeah. shepherd. Well, who's the good shepherd? Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not mm-hmm. want. Here's mm-hmm. the shepherd that does good for his sheep, that does good for his flock. And by the time it's done, David in Psalm 23 is proclaiming, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So one of the things that comes out to me is that there is a need for a good shepherd. As he starts painting this picture, he lets us know uh, there's thieves around, and there's robbers around, and there's lots of people that intend harm for the sheep. Now, I see a connection here to some some things that we had talked about earlier, particularly in John 8, uh, when we think about how there is a devil, and mm. you are of your father the devil. Yeah. That comes up here again in John 10 about, hey, you're not my sheep because you don't hear my voice. Right. Right? In John 8, the deal is, well, you don't appreciate the works because you're from a different father, and you mm. don't believe me because of my father. But also in John 8, there's this need to be set free from sin. You have a need. There's these dangers, right? And here, again, dangers communicated with thieves and robbers, but there is a 
good shepherd. In John 8, there are different voices. In John mm-hmm. 10, there are different voices. Mm-hmm. And we have to decide which voice are we going to follow. Who's, who will we let be our shepherd? Who, who will we submit to as father? These concepts coincide and, and go together. When we think about this idea of sheep and shepherd, though, I, I hope that through study we learn that Jesus as the good shepherd is not merely calling on Psalm 23. Mm -hmm. The law, the prophets, and the writings have a deep and enriched theme of sheep and shepherd. Going all the way back to when Moses wants to have a successor, as he says to God, don't let this people be like sheep without a shepherd, Mm -hmm. which, of course, Jesus at some point is going to look around at the people around him. He sees them all distressed and downcast, and he sees them as sheep without a shepherd. Absolutely. God lifts up Joshua, which, coincidentally enough, is essentially the Hebrew version of the name Jesus. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So here we have the shepherd that God is lifting up. And David in his preparation, he's the shepherd boy who yes. comes to be the king, also the type and the ancestor of Jesus. Yes, very, very deep theme. But among the prophets, mm-hmm. there's no way that we can talk about all these passages in the six minutes we have left in this conversation. But I, I, I'm sure this is not even an exhaustive list, but I just sat down and started working through in the prophets mm-hmm. where this issue of sheep and shepherds, uh, good sheep, uh, good shepherds, bad shepherds come up. Here's just here's just a list of passages. Isaiah 40, verses 9 through 11. Isaiah 56, verses 9 through 12. Jeremiah chapter 3, verses 15 through 18. Jeremiah chapter 10, verses 19 through 21. Jeremiah chapter 12, verses 7 through 13. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 14 through 18. Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 1 through 6. Jeremiah, you, uh, Jeremiah had a lot to say about sheep he and shepherds. Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 10 through 14. Uh, my favorite passage, and I hope we can talk about this one, Ezekiel 34, talking about the sheep and the shepherds, Micah chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, Zechariah chapter 11, Zechariah chapter 13, verses 7 through 9, recognize this concept of sheep and shepherd is just all the way through the prophet's it's, it's through the writings. Man, when we've been in the Psalms, how often have we connected Psalms back to Psalm 23? Sure. Because they talk about Israel being the sheep of God's pasture, and God is the shepherd who leads yes. them. And he was the shepherd that led them through the Red Sea and then led them through the wilderness. All of this. And now Jesus comes up and says, I am the good shepherd. All of that picture, mm-hmm. all of that picture. Every time you hear about the good shepherd, he said, that one's me. Well, and you said you want to talk about Ezekiel 34. I think that's a great place to go to appreciate that uh, shepherd is not just a foreshadowing or a a type of Christ, but I mean, a particular prophecy is about the idea where God pictures himself as the shepherd to come to the aid of his people and to bring a judgment on the shepherds that he had appointed to lead his people. So when you come to Ezekiel 34, the prophet is crying out against the leaders of Judah and against the leaders of Israel. You were supposed because to be shepherd on people. Because they're bad shepherds. Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, and so part of understanding their current captivity is because of the failure of the shepherds. But the remedy is not you shepherds straighten up and fly right. Not not in their case. Not in Ezekiel 34. The remedy is that Yahweh is coming to be the shepherd for yeah. his people. Yeah, in Ezekiel 34, let me just, just pick out a couple of statements. Ah, shepherds of Israel who've been feeding yourselves, should not shepherds feed the sheep? 
You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, but you do not feed the sheep. So here are these bad shepherds. They're not doing their job. Now, certainly there are passages where the shepherds of Israel are called to account and called to repentance. But here in Ezekiel 34, he's just telling judgment's going to come. Right. Judgment's going to come. Here's what he says later in Ezekiel 34. Thus says the Lord God, behold, I... I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have scattered, so will I seek out my sheep. Hmm. I wonder if that other parable Jesus uses about being the shepherd who will leave the 99 in the wilderness and go find go find the one who has been scattered is borrowing from this. Certainly reminiscent. I will feed them with good pasture. They There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. And that's very Psalm 23, isn't it? Very Psalm 23. And we've got actually a lot of that picture here in John 10, as he's talking about if, if the sheep will go through me as the door, they'll come in and out and find pasture. Yeah. I'll give them pasture. Yeah. But notice this also, as we move on in Ezekiel 34, God makes this promise, and I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd, and I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David shall be prince among them. I am the Lord. I have spoken. So now here's my question. Wait a minute. Who's mm-hmm. the shepherd? When, when he's finally getting to that one shepherd, is the shepherd God or is the shepherd David? Mm. And the answer is, Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. And that's exactly what Jesus is. He is the perfect uh, combination. He is fully God. He is fully man. He is the son of David. He is the son of God. He is human. He is divine. He is the good shepherd that fulfills this passage. And yet there's only one shepherd. And that's Jesus. He is the Lord. He is Messiah. Yes. He is all of these things that people were looking for and that we need to look to now. And I'm glad we're bringing this out today because it could be in a cursory reading of John 10. You say, oh, okay, here's where he's claiming to be God and the Son of God. It's in verse 30 when he says, I and my Father are one. That actually started much earlier in the chapter when he identified himself as the good shepherd. He is here claiming, I am the fulfillment of this prophecy of Ezekiel and many others. Here I am. The Lord has come as the shepherd. I am son of David. Son of God, that's our Savior, that's our Shepherd, that's our King. Why don't you lead us out in prayer, brother? Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, that Jesus Christ is the Good Shepherd. And may we be humble and realize that we need a Shepherd, that we are sheep gone astray, sheep in a wilderness, or sheep at the mercy of wolves and thieves. Lord, we need you to save us, Mm -hmm. to lead us, to keep us. And thank you for your grace that by the gospel you do. We praise the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. In his name we make our prayer. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. 
Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.